Have you ever pictured what your life could look like in five years, 10 years? Have you ever thought about that? And have you ever really looked back and realized how much you've changed in the last five years, 10 years? It's kind of crazy, right? Too often I think we can just simply be in the moment and have this attitude of quote unquote, allowing things to happen, right? I am all for the universe being on my side, but I know that it requires me to do my part. Nothing happens if nothing happens. You have all the time in the world until you don't. I am talking about how I set goals and how I achieve them rather quickly in three, two, one. Intro, LA. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hey, chocolate friends. Welcome to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast. I am recording this on a beautiful, sunny Tuesday, finally. My goodness, we have never had so much freaking rain in LA since this winter. It is insane. But I guess it's also kind of nice, Bruno's pointing out, because A, we're no longer in trouble of a drought. California was in trouble of a drought for the longest time. And B, the hills surrounding the valley are all green. Like we were driving to my parents' house and Bruno's like, I'm sure you want to go out there and sing, the hills are alive. And I was like, I kind of do. It's really pretty. But anyways, (laughs) today I wanted to talk a bit about goal setting. So I'm just going to jump right on in to share how I set my goals and how I definitely have achieved certain things. So spoiler alert, it is really freaking simple. Yay. All right. So as you listen to this, number one, I hope that it inspires you to make goals for yourself if you are not doing that already. And number two, I hope that it moves you to take action, action for yourself as well. So goals without action is useless, right? It's like having chocolate chip ice cream without the chocolate chips. You're just vanilla. And people like vanilla. It's a classic for sure, but it's just vanilla. It's boring, right? So yeah, anyways. Okay, so here's honestly how I set my goals. Number one, I have a whiteboard in my kitchen that tells me the goals for the month. So it's right there. Literally, as I'm doing production, I see it all the time. I always believe having the goal in sight. Some people do a vision board. Some people have something written on a post-it and they put it on their computer. 
Some people write it in their actual mirror because they look at themselves every day as they brush their teeth or something. For me, I have it on my whiteboard in the kitchen. It's in the upper left or right corner. It varies from month to month, right? Sometimes it's a revenue goal. Honestly, it's usually a big yearly goal, like something that I know I'm focusing on. So it just keeps me grounded in the day to day. I'm also very big on setting yearly goals because I feel that it gives me something to check my progress on each quarter versus a revenue goal for the month. Like I have a number in my mind I'd like to reach each month, but I don't put pressure on myself to reach it. Like I know that I am doing the work I need to do to have things in place for me to reach certain numbers, but I don't put that pressure on me. Ah, you have to reach this goal now this month because you reached X amount last month. I don't do that. I don't, I don't know. For me, it doesn't work. But anyways, based on whatever that goal is, I stop and I think if I have the means or the knowledge to reach that goal on my own, right? If I do have the knowledge, whether I learned it from somewhere, whether I absorbed it, whatever, I will now input that goal into my paper planner. And I break it down into the steps that I'm actually going to take or the things I'm going to focus on each week to work towards that goal. So for instance, if I want to start landing more corporate orders, for example, I'll put it in my calendar to do real outbound engagement. So what does that mean? That means I am literally researching the types of corporations I would like to work with, who I should be reaching out to on LinkedIn or Instagram, Am I searching hashtags? Am I searching names on, again, Instagram? Instagram is a huge uh, way to find people, by the way. And am I doing the connection, right? I'm not just sitting there waiting for them to come to me, although we do get a fair amount of people who just happen to find us. And that's also why, spoiler alert, uh, if you're not doing, spoiler alert, heads up, if you're not doing your content and not maximizing that, you're literally leaving money on the table. I always say that. But anyways, yeah, I will be doing the research of who I'd like to work with. I'm looking how to form that relationship, right? So on the other hand, if I happen to have a goal in mind and it's like there's a missing piece, like I know the general feel of that goal. I know what I'd like to achieve, but I can see that I personally right now, I don't have everything in my business to set that up or to reach that point yet. Emphasis on yet, right? So then I'm going to look at, okay, who's the people in my world, the people in my network, people in my business world, that's mainly other entrepreneurs that I've met really in the last year who may have that expertise, right? And then again, I'm going to connect. So I'm going to preface this and say that you you can absolutely reach whatever type of goal you want on your own, but I promise you it's going to take you a lot longer then if you can just admit to yourself when you need the help and reach out for that help, right? I love having a guide. I love having a mentor. I'm all for doing what you need to do to help yourself and then doing what you need to do when you see that you fall short. Because for me, it takes the pressure off. It reduces my anxiety. It makes me feel more self-assured and confident because now I literally have someone who's 10 steps ahead of me or someone who's gone through what I've gone through who can literally help me, right? Or if I learn a course from someone else who's an expert in whatever I'm trying to get better at, I'm literally learning from, I always say I go after the best, but that's really true. I literally go after the expert in whatever genre or field that I'm looking to improve on in business and I'll learn from them, right? I'll do my due diligence, of course, to make sure they're legit. I'll see what other people are saying about them. I'll scroll their Instagram feed. I'll see what kind of content they do. I'll get a feel for them. Yeah. 
and then I'll learn from them, right? Amazing. So you guys, I'll point out my very first original chocolatier goal. While yes, it was, okay, make people happy through chocolate. My very first original chocolatier goal was to learn as much as I possibly could about chocolate from the best. Like that was a non-negotiable. Because I feel like what my parents kind of instilled in me was, you know, growing up as a kid, they always wanted us to have the best education. Everything just kind of translated to chocolate. Okay, well, now I want to have the best chocolate education. That means I need to learn from people who are experts in this industry. That means that I need to be open to what does that look like, whether that means I'm moving across the country or kind of working like a dog for a couple years or kind of sacrificing my social life in the moment because, hey, I was young anyways, you know, like that was a non-negotiable because I knew that down the line, down the road, when I did have my own business, I wanted to be a freaking machine. Like the whole chocolate aspect needed to be down. I couldn't question it. I wanted to be confident if I was going to start a chocolate business to be confident in what I was doing, right? And that really paid off. Okay, so now, number three, whether the goal requires me to gain more knowledge, right, via a book, a podcast, a course, a mentor, I will do it, right? I will go all in. I'm always reading something. Like my daughter has a stack of books next to her on the bedside and I have a stack of books for me so I'm always reading something because I'm always about expanding the mindset I'm always wanting to try to be at this point just a better business owner right so if the goal is something I know and I can see it I want to go all in and again that's for me if I feel like I need the help I will get the help like I will do the research again find out who can help me put in the time and I will emphasize that really putting in the time like scheduling in the time is very important because as chocolatiers we're very busy it's oftentimes that we're working in our kitchen and we're just consumed with that and we kind of leave the rest of it for oh but whenever I get time I'll get to that part right or oh I know I need to be consistent on social media but I'm just going to uh, do it for a little bit when I have the time and then when it gets busy again in the kitchen I'll back off right you guys Social media, I know I always talk about it a lot, but I have been very consistent with it for the last two and a half years. I was fairly consistent prior to that, but I'm like really, really on top of it for the last two and a half years because I've seen how much it has affected my business, right? Similarly, I know how much I feel, like how much I feel better if I am constantly learning something about business. So that's why I have books. That's why I listen to podcasts. That's why I'm in a mentorship. That's why I'm in the mastermind, like all the things. I make time for it and I'm freaking busy. Like my life is freaking busy, you know, I'm a mom, I have a kid, I have to do all those things. So for me, making the time means, okay, how am I going to fit this into my day? And am I going to realize this investment that I'm making of time, money, energy is going to pay off, right? So on most days, I wake up really early, usually around like 5, 5.30. Most days, I either go to my desk. If I don't feel like getting out of bed, then I'm literally on my phone like jotting down content ideas or reading. Um, and I just do that, number one, because A, I am kind of a morning person, but B, because I always keep in that momentum, right? I'm always keeping in this mindset of like, I know where I want to go. I know what's required. I know that I am busy. I don't have like the luxury of time back when I was single or not married and didn't have kids. Like I have things in life that I need to, people in my life I need to take care of. So I need to be dedicated and put in that time, right? So 
I have a goal I have in my whiteboard. I think about what's going on. I look at my network of people. I look at the actions I need to do. I see if I need any help. I research on how am I going to get that help. I make the time to really use those investments to the best of my ability. I stay focused. I do this daily. I give myself the weekend off. Sundays is like my off day. I'll give myself the weekend off. And I do all this so that A, I'm maximizing the time I have when I am in work mode, quote unquote, you know, Um, and B, I want to also work on, I feel it's kind of the most difficult thing with women, but to have a work life and have a family life, like that's something I'm dealing with internally, honestly, as I'm getting older is like trying to do as much as I can for this dream business of mine and also do as much as I can because I want to be as present as I can for my family. Like that's super important to me, right? So I want you to guys, I want you guys to think about every time that you set a goal, number one, are you taking action towards it? Because I, I preface the podcast, you know, five years goes by really fast. We think five years is like really long. Five years goes by super fast. 10 years goes by super fast. So what actions are you taking to reach towards your goals? Because your business could completely change. Or you could start to make the shifts in three months, six months, a year, and not even recognize who the heck you are because you've invested so much to grow, right? I know for myself, speaking personally, I have definitely had a huge transformation in the last two and a half years. I've done a lot of inner work on myself. I've done a lot of business work on myself. I've done a lot of difficult conversations, you know with myself, with Bruno about where we're at, where we want to be, how we want to design our family life, all the things. And I think that it's important to face those facts and to really have those conversations and really be honest with yourself about whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And also to understand once again that these types of things, so everyone always says who starts chocolate, I want to have a successful business. I want to not be working for someone else. I want to do this on my own. Okay, so what are you doing right now to get closer to that, right? Maybe you have to hire a little bit of help. Maybe you have to spend more time going over your numbers. Maybe you have to streamline your production process because it's not as smooth as it could be. Maybe you have to look at what's eating up all your costs and why don't you have the type of revenue you need to even just support yourself month to month. Maybe you need to focus more on social media or newsletters or however it is that you reach your customers. Maybe you need to work on your social skills, right? So you have to plan and put in the work because, you know, all the best things take time. You got to water it, right? You got to plant the seeds and water it. That's basically my goal for 2023 is I am planting seeds and watering it daily because I know that the end part of this is going to be something amazing. I'm not looking to rush it. I'm looking to grow steady with it, right? Anyways, that is how I see goals, y'all. I brainstorm. I listen to what I want. Intuition never steers me wrong. I write it down. I block out the noise. I try to not interact with anyone who I feel is going to endanger my goals or give me some sort of like ick feeling. I see where and what I need to do to reach it. I start researching. I move towards the area that I generally or naturally just feel called to. And if needed, then I will invest into the book, the mentor, the course, whatever. I will do the work that's required of me as I learn. I'll track my progress and I will keep on going. I'll pivot if I need to because life gets in the way. You have a mental breakdown. 
certain things come up, whatever the case, but I will never be, okay, I achieved this and I'm done, right? It's always, I achieved this, I celebrate, or I didn't achieve it, I learned the lesson and I just keep on moving. Most of you who listen to this, you're an entrepreneur, right? So if you don't have your mind on constant growth, then what the heck are you working so dang hard for? Like seriously, set the goals, write them down, do some self-reflection and really ask yourself, what kind of help do you need? Where can you improve? Who do you know that can help you? What resources do you have? Because too many people are just vague about their goals or they're scared to take action because it seems too overwhelming. I get that. I've been there. But I'm here to tell you that if you want things to happen, you've got to move. Anyways, I hope this inspires you all today. If you enjoy this podcast and you haven't already, I highly recommend you get closer into my world and join the free Facebook group Passion to Chalk Biz or book a free connection call. The link will be in the show notes. Alrighto, ciao for now. And that's all folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Cadenia Chocolate, where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, <laughs> via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie, catch you on the next one.